Hello. It's Francesca. And Patrick. And it's our podcast. We are back. Last name basis. How's it going, Patrick? It's going really well, actually. It's second week. Yeah. Um, How does it feel? It feels fantastic. I um we had so many funny conversations after the first podcast because it seemed like Patrick was surprised that people would listen. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was it's shocking though that you know to think that even though you're making a podcast and you're putting it out there for people to listen to, they're actually going to listen to it. And and not just not just you know the the abstract masses, you know, or people, not that, not that people, you know, but actually people that, you know, friends and family members are actually listening to things that you said. And then you go back over it and you're thinking, well, it was just me and Fran sort of, sort of, you know, shooting the shit. But see, I knew that people were going to, that, that's like the point. Oh, like, it doesn't really, it doesn't really hit home until your friends start commenting on your actual uh, <laughs> podcast. And then you're like, wow, people are actually listening and people yeah. I know are listening to this. And uh, hopefully not judging me too harshly for no, it. No, people were really nice. I was really excited. People had so many great things to say about our dynamic and our jokes. And it was really great. So thank you to everyone for all of the awesome feedback. Yeah, thank you very much. A lot of a lot of very positive feedback. Yeah, so, um, so much stuff has been going on. We actually watched the Golden Globes together and Pat... Is, is not into award shows at all. I think they're so useless. They're like the most <laughs> useless thing on television. And they're so self-congratulatory. Yeah. And then you have to watch George Clooney smile politely oh. for, for about four minutes while they just... You that know. was weird to me. I'm really not sure why George Clooney got like a lifetime achievement. Even when they did like the highlights reel, I was like... Yeah, I mean, he's been in some stuff. He's but... been in a lot of movies, a lot of really good movies. So I mean, he has, but like he's not. God, I just sound so negative when I talk about <laughs> George Clooney. <laughs> when I talk about <laughs> entertainment in general, we uh, did that last time too with um, James Franco. So maybe we should start. Maybe we should start making friends here instead of. I know. Instead maybe of burning should... potential bridges. Yeah. Well, now we'll never be in a Clooney movie. Well, I was really hoping that we could be in Ocean's Forty Five. Yeah, there you go. Um, and now that's never gonna. <laughs> happen um i i don't know for me the only reason that i ever watch award shows is just to tweet about it i mean honestly i feel like award shows owe their everything to twitter because it just makes it so much more fun um but a lot of people were really having some thoughts about tina fey and amy poehler um because they made some cosby jokes like right up at the front yeah what were they do you remember um, exactly the, what they said i mean the gist of the joke was we put the the. This is my Cosby. Oh right, they took turns doing Cosby impressions. They were doing Cosby impressions and saying like, "I put the pills in the pudding, and then we put the pills in the people." <laughs> that's, that's not. Was that good? It's, it's a good impression of their impression. Yeah, it was pretty bad. And then there was like a joke where she was like, "And then Into the Woods is nominated, and Sleeping Beauty." was really only asleep because she had coffee with Bill Cosby. Oh, yeah. And then everyone yeah. was like, woohoo, yeah. which was just like, I don't know. It was one of those things where I feel like I get what they were trying to do. Like they were trying to make fun of Bill Cosby, but because Bill Cosby is an accused rapist, full disclosure, I believe that he's a rapist. You're inadvertently making fun of like the actual act, like ha ha, drugging exactly people. Why, that's exactly why I hate these shows because they're really they're super superficial. They're extremely superficial in in every respect, and it's really just about uh, you know presenting awards to people who made good movies and, and rape jokes, and, and yeah, and then and then to dive into things that are actually serious matters when when all you're doing when you're standing up giving like 
comedic bits and introducing, yeah. you know, nominees and things like that. It's just a te- it's not a good time to do it. And I what hate- did you think of the Margaret Cho stuff? I, I just thought it was it was in poor taste. It doesn't belong in that environment. I thought it was so bad. Margaret Cho got up there and did like the super stereotypical ha ha Korean person. And I think what also bothered me about it is not just the fact that like they made the jokes, but because people are like, well, Margaret Cho's okay with it. Like she's making jokes about being Korean, oh, so yeah. it's fine. And yeah. you're just like, I mean, yeah, she's allowed to do that if she wants, but I'm allowed to say like, Come on, man. Like, I guess for me, I feel like Margaret Cho is really funny and super talented. And like, how crappy is it that the call that she gets to actually do something on the Golden Globes is to like be a stereotype? Like, they're yeah, not asking her absolutely. to be there and like say something really smart or like, I mean, she is a really funny comedian, but like, that's the bone that they throw her. They're like, hey, can you just dress up and pretend that you're a Korean world leader and we'll all laugh at you? Like, oh, it was, it was really uncomfortable. It was really uncomfortable. Just why? Watching that and and the Bill Cosby jokes, yeah. Anytime it gets it, it crosses that that line from the fictional Hollywood world into some serious topic, it gets really uncomfortable. I don't know why they even bother. You would think it know. would be easier just to ignore that stuff entirely and go about your little award show and then call it quits and then let the news deal with it. I don't know. I think that especially because. You know, it's been a few years since Ricky Gervais hosted, but he's so known for like pushing everyone. He was hilarious up there. (laughs) He was really funny. He just sat there and smiled and you could feel the tension. You could feel every celebrity being like, please don't say something about me. (laughs) But I think that he kind of set the bar in terms of I'm going to say slightly offensive things in front of all of these like rich celebrities at a at a place where usually that's like super off limits to start making fun of the nominees and the films. Um, and so I feel like Tina and Amy, you know, first name basis, like we're buds like that. Yeah, yeah you know uh, them very well, don't they, you? Of course. No, <laughs> I don't know them at all. And now I'm probably not on their list that. now because I said that I didn't eh, like You've burned yet another uh, another entertainment bridge. Thank you. <laughs> I know, really. I'm never going to work in this town ever. Um, I feel like now they have to be edgy and like say those things because now it's kind of like the standard for those award shows. Oh, what Ricky Gervais did? Yeah, because yeah. that wasn't uh, making fun but of celebrities. But it made for better TV and oh, probably absolutely. had ratings through the roof. Totally. It's, yeah. very, it's funny. It's like, you know, you feel like, oh my God, what's going to happen next? Um, but at the same time, like we could have gone without Cosby jokes and without Margaret Cho. Just like... Come on, Margaret. I feel like she's just so much better than that. Yeah, I I agree. But I don't really follow her, so I follow her career. I didn't even know that was her for the entire time. <laughs> and then afterwards, you're like, that was Margaret Cho. I can't believe she did that. And I said, uh, yeah, I, I guess I know who Margaret well, Cho is. Well, and then good for her, I guess, that she was unrecognizable. She could, If she really wanted to be smart, she could just be like, that wasn't me. You think all Asians, <laughs> you think all Asians look alike? That wasn't me. How dare you? That's what I would do if I was her. I'd be take my check and then be like, I had nothing to do with that. That's hilarious. That's actually though, that would be an, a genius way to play that. Just throw it back in everyone's faces. That's. I wish she had done that. That would be hilarious. That would be the ultimate trump card. Um, we also we also watched uh, an Oscar. Well, she's nominated for best actress. Uh, the chick from Gone Girl. We just watched that movie and it oh, was terrible. That was an awful movie. Granted, I knew how the movie was going to end. because So did I. Me- so did I because I read the book. But someone told me, a few people told me that the movie was better than the book. And I really liked the book wow, all the way up the until the end. If the movie was better than the book, then that was a terrible book. Well, I really liked the book 
all the way up until the end. And the end is really like the crappy part of that movie. But I mean, honestly, the whole movie was like really slow. If you don't know what it's about, it's about a, a guy whose wife goes missing and then everybody thinks that he killed her and it's starring Ben Affleck. Um, and Ben Affleck just, I don't feel like he really even wanted to be there like in the movie. Ben Affleck's not, he, he didn't do his worst work in this movie, but he's not, He's not a, he's, oh, see, here, I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do it again. <laughs> We're all Not Ben a huge Ben Affleck <laughs> fan. I'm not, basically, I'm not a fan of anyone, is what it's coming, it's coming to sound Listen, like. Listen, I like it when an actor, like, really transforms and becomes a different person, and that just doesn't happen with Ben Affleck. Well, he did better than his, his counterpart. Oh, yeah, she He did terrible. far better than, what's her name? I have no idea what yeah. her name is. Oh, she was, she was awful. Uh, she was just she just kind of stood there. She did that thing that uh, what's his name does in all of his movies where they, oh my god, it was, was it Crash or Drive? Drive the guy from oh Drive. Oh my gosh, he, he just stands Ra- there. Right? Ryan Reynolds is that his name? No, 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 no. It's Ryan um, something. Listen, we saw that Crash movie and everyone was like, "This movie is so Drive." It was Drive. Oh, Drive. Yeah. This movie is so good. You're gonna love it. And I swear to you, he just stood there and like looked off into the distance. They were just staring at each the other. The whole for, movie. For 90% of the movie. Was and he's just like, I'm really hot. Look, I'm really hot. And, and, and honestly, like, he's not that hot. Um, and I'll, I can say that. You don't have to comment on his attractiveness. I, I don't care. Um, <laughs> I'm, more of a, I'm more of a Jake Gyllenhaal guy myself. <laughs> I will say, I think Jake Gyllenhaal is really hot. One time I was on the train and I saw Jake Gyllenhaal, and like I don't get excited about ce- celebrities really. Like I'm like, oh, there's a celebrity. I kid you not. I saw Jake Gyllenhaal on the train, and I screamed. Went, <laughs> oh my god, it's Jake! Like like as he was getting off the train, everyone on the train was like, "What is wrong with that girl?" I was like freaking out. I couldn't believe that I just saw him. He's so hot in person. Really? Yeah, he was great. I was just like. See, I don't know. I I feel like I either have fewer celebrity sightings than other people or... or you just don't know who anyone is. More likely, yeah. I just don't recognize them. You I, never know who anyone is. Every single time I'm like, oh, look, there's someone... Like, or you don't know anyone's name. That's the problem. I don't know their names. I, I don't remember their faces for very long. I'm just I'm just bad when it comes to Hollywood in general. Entertainment industry, <laughs> I'm just not good at I it. I think that that's why I like talking about it with you because... I don't have a clue. That's, <laughs> that's entertaining for you. No, not that you don't have a clue, but I think that you're just... Way more honest than the average person who's like so far up celebrities' buttholes that they feel like they can't say anything negative about someone. Like, I don't know. I'm just not into like stan culture where people are like, I love this celebrity, so they can do no wrong. Everything about them is perfect. That makes no sense to me. No, I hate that. Oh yeah, you absolutely. It just makes no sense. You absolutely. But this, that's part that. of the reason that I that I write off celebrities so quickly is because I can't stand the fact that you're you're popular because you're in a famous movie or a popular movie, you know, the, whatever the popular movie of the day is. And now suddenly you have clout in terms of, you know, significant issues or politics, political pull. It's crazy. Yeah. And, you know, so what you got, you know, Clint Eastwood or uh, whoever, you know, whatever famous songwriter uh, to, to support your political party. Yeah, it, that shouldn't have any weight to the public and I'm I feel like it's my job to say I'm not allowing that to happen. Well now you have a, now you have a platform and you can say it as much as you want that you don't support celebrities supporting politics and what? I stand behind you. Yeah. Well what happens if what happens if thank you. <laughs> what <laughs> first that was thank so, you I'd like to that was, say. <laughs> that was so sincere. <laughs> <laughs> but what happens if I become a celebrity? 
it's probably not going to happen. So I then what happens? Then I've then I've ruined it for myself. Yeah. Then I'm a hypocrite if I say anything. No, you know what, though? I give you a little bit more credit because you have a, a graduate degree you took the bar, you passed the bar, you are a lawyer, like you have some sort of background and qualifications to speak on things that are going on in the world because you're informed. That's true, but I I think everyone else does too. What what really bothers me is just that some people have louder voices and a a greater audience and thus significantly more impact when they say something. And then they drown out. The people who actually know what they're talking about. Yeah, that's part of the problem, too. But but the the amount of attention that they get just for being a well-known face yeah, is ab- absurd to me. Absolutely. Well, I think what's really funny is now it's like all of these celebrities have their own Twitter accounts. And we're seeing all of these celebrities and famous people and even people that work for our government putting their foot like right in their mouth on the internet and honestly i live for it i <laughs> i think if you were going to say something the internet's good for for that if nothing else every single for day for watching people embarrass themselves every single day so um <laughs> this texas congressman i don't know if you saw this this week he tweeted comparing basically saying that hitler was better than obama he tweeted this was about because Obama did not go to Paris for like all of the demonstrations to, right. to show solidarity for the victims of the bombing. And this guy tweets, even Adolf Hitler thought it was more important uh, than Obama to get to Paris for all the wrong reasons. Obama couldn't even get there for the right reasons. Bro, you are a congressman <laughs> yeah. and you really that, that is the worst use of, you know, of, of a Hitler comparison I've ever because that no, was no, not even there, logical. There is never unless unless you are putting people in concentration camps and and killing them. There is never a reason to compare somebody to Hitler. There just isn't. Well, that's true. But but at least usually they're trying to make that comparison. You're like a Hitler figure. This doesn't this goes beyond that. This doesn't even I, actually make logical no, sense. No, because he even says Hitler went to Paris for the wrong reason. Yes. But Obama <laughs> couldn't even go. Like what? So I, I'm trying to figure out, is this quote, is this is this putting Hitler up on a pedestal for actually getting to Paris? I have no idea. And is it is it suggesting that getting to Paris just in the general sense, regardless of the reason, is really important? Like I it, have we no just idea. need to get to Paris. It doesn't matter what's going on there. We need to get there. Hitler did it. Obama couldn't. Yeah. And and this was what was so ridiculous to me is, of course, he deleted it and he is now apologizing. Yeah, sure. And, and of I'm course, sure he is. Of course, he says, you know, it wasn't my intention to trivialize the Holocaust or compare the president to Hitler. And it's like, no, no, that's that's exactly what you did. Like, I don't understand how you can say that's not my intention. It doesn't matter what your intention was, bro. That's what you did. So yes. you should apologize for what you did and not what your intention. You don't have were. someone looking these things over before you post them. Listen, you don't have I... a PR person who says, you know what? We don't want to talk about Hitler. <laughs> let's just not. Let's just leave Hitler out of the Twitter feed. We'll just, you know, we'll just. Seriously, I feel can like... we let's let's get like a like a Bill Cosby comparison instead. No, <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, I just think that there are some things that political figures and celebrities, like you were saying, need to not comment on, and yes. this is one of them. I'm sorry if you don't like the president, that's totally fine. But your job is to be a congressman, and you need to be well. That's, like, that's better part of than the job. that. You know, you you're in the political sphere at that point. You are a politician. You should have thoughts. Yeah, but I mean, you can you can criticize Obama, but what I'm saying is like you need to actually have some like substantial reasons to criticize him 
And throwing out Hitler just completely invalid- well, invalidates the, your argument. I think the point of that tweet was just saying he should have been there. The way he so went he about should, it so he made no that. sense. Yeah, he should. He could have just said that, uh, but he he blew it. Uh, you know, it's something similar. Uh, a Republican who who's expected to run for president, uh, Ben Carson, he he publicly compared ISIS to the founding fathers of the United States. What? Yeah, this was this is interesting because this is a little bit different. This isn't actually, in my opinion, it's not actually as absurd as what the well i'm really dying to hear how he made this comparison well one of the things he said and and i i'm i i don't have the exact details but one of the things he said is that is that they're willing to die for their beliefs uh and that we could learn something from them (laughs) yes why so he was saying it like a positive thing he was actually yeah he was actually saying that uh that that there are things that that uh members of isis are are doing that that uh, we could we could benefit from doing as well. Wow! Not in terms of the goal, and I think he distinguished this. I think he actually said, you know, this uh, uh, their philosophy is. And wrong, this man wants to run for president, but their motivation is on point. I think is what he said. I think he was. I think he was really I, just just saying what? they're very ambitious, and we should be equally as ambitious. Okay, there are so many more ambitious people that he could have brought up. <laughs> right? Why? Why go to? <laughs> Why go right to the there's enemy? A, there's a lot of hardworking people out there that are busting their asses to get where they want to be in life. We don't need to name check ISIS. <laughs> Seriously. Like, you know who worked hard? Who? Hitler. Hitler, <laughs> Hitler worked really hard. Yeah, that sounds like a, the beginnings of a terrible tweet that could really hurt someone's <laughs> career. What is wrong with people? I don't know. I don't know why they, why they do this and why they do this publicly. Um, but I thought that one was... Uh, was was worth bringing up. Did you want to talk about the Oscars, which haven't happened yet, but the nominations came out? You can. I I'm not really, I'm not really interested. As well, you know. the thing is, is that a lot of people were rightfully upset because of all the actor nominations, actors and actresses. There were no people of color nominated for this year's Oscars. And Selma was nominated yeah, for... Yeah, and with, with Selma out, which should right. be... Right. Well, and this is what's so weird, is that Selma got a Best uh, best Picture nomination, but didn't get uh, a Best direct or you know Director nomination, which is kind of like, how can you say that this is the Best Picture and then not credit the person that directed the picture? Like, I never understood that she, either. She, like, Ava DuVernay is responsible for it being a possible Best Picture. So you kind of need to nominate her. Um, and then they didn't nominate the uh, David Oyel- Oyelowo. I'm so bad at names. Um, it's okay. We'll they, forgive you. <laughs> you never remember anyone's names and then I butcher them. Um, they didn't nominate him for Best Actor. And it's just kind of like... Who is he? He played MLK in Selma. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, And so, so in other words, they just completely shut out Selma completely. They just gave them one nomination, which is kind of just like a, okay, look, we gave them something. Um, But it started bringing up a good conversation about the demographics of the Academy that votes. It's 93% white and 76% male. And and some of the criticism is that there's no female directors nominated, no female writers um, nominated either. And it was, you know, a, a because big... it's a because it's a largely white male perspective. So they're looking Absolutely. for yeah for white males to nominate all the movies that are nominated. All the movies that are nominated are like Birdman, 
white dude who wants to revive <laughs> his <laughs> career. The movie with with Bradley Cooper where he's like a white sniper dude who's like upset after the war, whatever. Boyhood, white boy grows up into a white man. Into a white man. <laughs> <laughs> then the movie. He's like I can relate to this. That's, that's what the Patrick's like. These sound good. <laughs> I don't want to see it. I was like, oh, is this about a white boy? Forget it. And you're like, oh, but he grows into a white man. I'm oh. like, oh, well, there you go. Does Maybe he have I'll a, watch it. Does he have a beard? Um, <laughs> and then the other movie is the one that is about uh, Stephen Hawking. So genius white man has a debilitating disease and is still genius and white. And, then, <laughs> and still white. And then Selma. You, so. can't, you can't stop the whiteness. No, <laughs> No disease or disability. We'll keep that man's whiteness down. You can't stop the whiteness. Sounds like it could be like a band. You can't stop the whiteness. Yeah, that's no. It sounds like it should be a a tweet by a Republican congressman. <laughs> is what it is. You can't stop the whiteness. <laughs> I'm sorry. In no way did yeah. I mean to insinuate yeah. that whiteness could not be stopped. I'm sorry to all that I offended. That's the close follow up yeah. for that. Terrible... You know what made it to Paris? Whiteness. <laughs> oh my god. Whiteness is in Paris. Where are you, Obama? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I think I talked about all the stuff on on my list. We made lists, everyone, because we are like super. We're bullets. super professional, and we came up with things. If we were we professional, we wouldn't be talking about our lists. No, whatever. I think it's it's cool. It's like like lifting the veil. Is that on your list? Talk about your list. No, it's just like behind the scenes. You know what I mean? Like what goes into making <laughs> yeah. what goes into making a podcast? Oh yeah, list making. Uh, two microphones. Uh, an excellent producer and uh, and two people who are willing to ramble yeah. at said microphones. Yeah, that's I what mean, goes into making pie. Veil whatever, lifted. Whatever. I'm really proud of ourselves. Oh, I think I think we're doing great. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna let's take a moment to pat ourselves on the back. <laughs> we're on episode two and we are killing it. <laughs> this is a this is a tribute episode to episode one. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, can we talk about how how fat our dog is? Oh my god! We have guys. a Boston Terrier, and he is the fattest Boston Terrier I have. I He's have on ever a diet. Seen. Yeah, we we recently put him on a diet to try to correct um what outwardly Listen, looks like animal. I've abuse. watched enough dieting shows because I really love um like uh, Biggest Loser. I love all of those shows. The minute that I knew our dog was like seriously fat was when I put him on a diet. And after the first week, I could tell, like, you know, on those dieting shows, the first week, it's like dramatic weight loss. The body's like, whoa, what's happening to me? I'm working out and eating healthy. I looked at Phil and I was like, dude, it's been a week and you are visibly slimmer. I am the worst. He He's doing great. Yeah. yeah. And it's all our fault. I, I love that we laugh about it, but really, we're, we're the only people to blame for this. It's so, <clears throat> I feel so bad. And I, you know what it is when I took him to the vet oh, it was a while ago when I took him to the vet and the vet veterinarian was like you know he's kind of fat but she planted the seed that it might not be my fault because she was like well he could have a thyroid problem and I was like that's <laughs> you've been, it you've been hiding behind the thyroid problem for so long for about a year now they're like our dog is too fat this is not a good thing for, for this poor animal and you're like, yeah, but I think it's just thyroid. It's a thyroid. He's problem. got dirty ears. I think it's That's a thyroid. a thyroid thing. She said that dirty ears were one of the symptoms. And so I just thought, like, maybe he really does. <laughs> he have, does have dirty ears. He does. That his ears are disgusting. Yeah. Um, and I mean, and I so love, naturally, it's I a love, thyroid I, disorder. So I thought it was Not a thyroid the fact thing. that he eats like all day. Well, see, this is the thing, too, is I didn't realize that we were overfeeding him until the vet was like, you know, why don't you try measuring his food, whatever. So we're giving him two cups a day. I put the first cup in there and I'm like, 
holy shit. That's like not a lot of food at all. <laughs> it's not, not compared to what we were feeding them. I looked at this chart to see where where our dog fell in the in the uh, spectrum of of you know from emaciated and nearly dead to you know like like zeppelin shaped. <laughs> Um, and and it, it was a scale from one to nine, one being a dog that looks like he's about to die from malnutrition and, and nine being a dog that's roughly the shape of a, of a football. And, and I'm like, he barely made it in the number nine category. I was I was seriously I was looking for the picture of the dog in the double wide motorized wheelchair with a tub of cheese fries on his lap so and a big gulp in the cup holder. He's so cute and fat. <laughs> He's he's not football shaped. He's like a perfect sphere with four legs sticking out the bottom. Our dog looks like every animal that's not a dog. He looks like a pig. He looks like a walrus sometimes. He does. When he lays down on his stomach, he looks like a walrus. His, his tiny little feet compared his to his feet. massive body look like little flippers sticking out the back. Oh, and sometimes he looks like a cow. He looks a lot like a cow. He's... He looks like everything but a, a Boston Terrier, really. I know. I'm really excited, though. I feel like this. we are two weeks into Phil's diet. I will also say, and this says something about just my ugh, my whole complex, I'm low-key jealous of the fact that he can change his diet for a week and have visible results. You're kidding me. <laughs> I'm like, I'm in the gym slaving away. The, the... <laughs> my dog is like on his way to a six-pack. He's pissed, though. He is, he's not a happy animal. He's having food pellet withdrawals because he is. he doesn't wag his tail. He doesn't want to listen to me now. He's he's angry. When you we really take a... think that that's what it's about? I think about? he's pissed at me, yeah. I don't yeah. know. He's always been a little defiant and had his own like. Yeah, attitude. but he's he's just maybe last night he started coming to me and being you know and sort of and wanting like the attention mushy. like normal. But for the first few days, he didn't want to have anything to do with me. That's how I felt about it. Anyway. I will say like this does kind of worry me. Like, what if we have kids and our kid is like we just like overfeed our kid. Like, I feel like this was a good <laughs> well, lesson here, for us. What what to actually do to a, like think the about bare minimum of research to find out. <laughs> How to keep our animal healthy? No, I'm just saying. I, I can like, manage that with a child. Make sure. <laughs> make sure. <laughs> you have no fear. I like how you're like, well, we'll just wing it and hopefully we'll get lucky and not overfeed them. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, that's what I started thinking about. I was like, oh my God, my dogs are like a mess. Like, their teeth are like, like my dog has bad breath and like he's fat. They have halitosis. It's like dogs. horrible. Also, our fault. We need to, you know, we need to reel it in a little bit before people. <laughs> we we have animal, animal control like call. knocking on our door it's tomorrow. not completely my fault that kaya's breath is so bad <laughs> it's, it's a thyroid disorder <laughs> it's a, right isn't halitosis one of the uh i don't know no it's not it's definitely not just, just i mean record. i'm working on it i just you know what i got an estimate for getting her teeth clean and it was it's like really expensive so i'm putting money aside <laughs> <laughs> it costs a small fortune to have your dog's teeth cleaned um, especially if there are any extractions or anything like that yeah. that need to happen. Well, and small dogs notoriously have bad teeth, apparently. So I just so take I take whatever excuse that <laughs> exactly. gives me, it's and just, I say, okay, yeah, and sure. I roll with it. It's, Not my fault. She's <laughs> a small dog with a thyroid disorder. Yeah, there's nothing you can really do about it. Oh, we're gonna make awesome parents. Yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> I always say that our kids are gonna have to play the imagination game. I'm going to be like, we're going to imagine that we have cable. We're going to imagine that we get to go to summer camp. Imagine there's cereal in that bowl. <laughs> oh, my god. That sounds terrible. And, and we, we, I think we're no, more no, than no. capable we're gonna, of feeding a child. No, we are going to feed them. They are going to, we're going to have gadgets for them. They're going to have toys. 
Um, I just joke about that stuff because I know how expensive it is to have kids. And I'm just like, in no, we are in no financial position for that. So stop the rumors. I know people are thinking about it because people are always trying to police my uterus. <laughs> always. What? People are always like, so what's going on down there? When are you having What's baby? going on down there right now? Like you, you should, it should have its own Twitter feed. <laughs> it should, it should, just dropped an egg. The egg just dropped. I, I'm probably embarrassing myself. Yeah. I, it's been a while since my seventh grade health class. <laughs> um. Yes, my uterus is not. I know how to do my Gonna part. have it. So. Okay. <laughs> you like, do, I know you worry about your business. I, I worry about what, my business. You know what your job is. I know what my job is. The point is, is as soon as we got married, people started asking, "When are you gonna have kids? When are you gonna?" It's like the constant. That's so funny. They don't ask me that. Of course, they don't ask you that. Because, oh, why? Uh, well, because you're the man, and they don't think that it's. You know, that's not something that you're supposed to be concerned with. I, mean, I still have a pretty important role in this. I'm not saying that you I'm don't, babe. I'm not saying that you don't. What I'm saying is it doesn't surprise me that people aren't asking you mm-hmm. about when we're going to have kids. Because people ask me about it all the time. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, whatever. I mean, I, I it's something that I want in my future, our future. I definitely have, like, slight baby fever. I almost stole, baby I theory. almost stole a that's baby good. on the train the other day. That's, all, that's, that's also that's also a, a Republican congressman's tweet right there. I was like, "Hi little girl, you want to come with me?" And then I was like, "What am I doing?" What? You caught yourself in the act and then you corrected you you're yeah. like, "Yeah." So I had her by the hand. The door's open and I thought to myself, and then "Don't I was steal like, this." This is child. a really this is a really bad idea. Um, it was a it was a terrible idea, but I'm glad that you managed to right your wrong before well, thank it got you. out of control. Thank you so very much. I'm glad you're looking out for me. So I have a I have a random question. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is and I I kind of tried to mention this to you um, earlier, but it's it's complete it's a complete non sequitur here. Okay. So it's a it's a it's a strange question. I just I just want to get your thoughts on this. So so part of being a, a sociopath is that is that you. You don't empathize like other people do. Right. You with you a- you don't have the same like emotional. You have like no not no emotions. Is that what it is? I think. I'm I'm not sure. You're the one who read the book. Remember? Yeah. It it was definitely like I just don't want to call it no emotion. But whatever the case, I mean, it's fair to say that that, that they don't empathize in the same way as um as as other people do. Right. Right. Um. And so you know, I was thinking like sympathy. Is is basically a, a a close relative of empathy, right? <clears throat> um, basically the same same concept to a different degree, I would say. Uh, so, if somebody who's a sociopath can't empathize or or sympathize, then are they deserving of your sympathy? Like, should you feel bad for them? You mean? Yeah, and not just because. This is like Inception. Yeah, it is, but like, it really is. <laughs> But not because, you know, partly maybe because they're uh, they're they're sociopaths and, and they can't make that connection. But also I'm thinking like just the act of sympathizing with a sociopath seems like the most unreasonable thing. Yeah, I think it's unreasonable because because the whole thing about people that don't that lack empathy is that they have no problem hurting other people. Well, yeah, but there are a lot of sociopaths but in the that's world what that I, are just, and I'm not you saying know, hurt, normal lives. I'm, and... Yeah, I'm not saying hurt people like physically, like harm people, because there are tons of people. You know, one of the things that I read about in this book, The Sociopath Next Door, technically I didn't read it. It was an audio book. <laughs> so this book I listened to. <laughs> 
this book I listened to <laughs> was talking about there are a lot of like successful business people that are sociopaths. And the reason that they're so successful in business is they are completely cutthroat. They have no problem like stabbing people in the back, stepping over people, lying, cheating, doing all types of things that normally you would feel bad about because you could empathize with the person or you would realize like that could really hurt someone or they could lose their business or their family or whatever. These people don't think that way. So based on what you're saying, I don't know that I could have sympathy for somebody who not is because just... not because they're they're sociopaths, but isn't I, I mean, sympathy and sympathizing with each other is how is how humans communicate and and sort of manage their social connections. You mm -hmm. know, it's, you say I could be like you because and because, you know, you're in pain. I know pain. Right. So I'm sympathizing with you. But if a sociopath can't sympathize with someone else, they can't really see. I mean, doesn't that close them off from the, the social value of sympathy in general? So, so you're just saying so like, why, like what you, can you I mean, if I were to sympathize with you, you might benefit from it in some way by, um, you know, by having somebody who who can relate to you. Right. Um, but a sociopath, because they can't sympathize back, wouldn't really get that. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, that's it's strange. It's a strange question. Yeah. But you know what's <clears throat> what that kind of like makes me think of? I was telling you about this other night. Um, I started listening to this new podcast called Invisibilia, and I'm like so into it. The They did a special episode on This American Life, and it was all about how our thoughts about other people can influence them. Mm -hmm. And that's what kind of made me think about that. And one of the things that they talked about was how they took these rats and they gave them to people to put through a maze. Mm -hmm. And they said, these are really smart rats and these are really stupid rats. And the smart rats, of course, did really well through the maze. The thing is, they weren't actually smarter rats. People were just nicer to them because they thought that they were smarter. And like, so they basically got more encouragement. So they handled them better and yeah. they were like nicer to them. And then this, the ones that they thought were stupid, they were like, whatever, you're a stupid rat. And like, it absolutely. Of, we see that in our school systems. Absolutely. And so, like, that's what kind of made me think of when you're talking about like sociopaths. If you think, someone has certain level of potential mm -hmm. you're going to treat them a certain way and and then largely you'll find that people will conform to that absolutely those expectations. absolutely and i just thought that that was a really interesting way of thinking about how we communicate with each other especially when you want to get something out of someone a lot of times when we want something out of someone or we just tell ourselves i'm not going to get it or that person's a terrible person Thinking about it this way, it's kind of like a positive reinforcement and being nicer to people and like really kind of like nurturing that relationship can give like more positive results out of people. I don't know. It was a really interesting episode. I definitely encourage everyone to listen to it. So how does that apply to, to sociopaths, though? Well, I, was I just... mean, because because I could see similar to my original question or, or, or the sort of premise of the original question is, would that work with them? That's what would I was wondering. Would they adapt in the same way that other people would who are capable of sympathizing and empathizing and... and... I don't know. Feeding off of that? I, I, I'm inclined to say no only because I listened to that book. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to that book and it sounded like there is really nothing you can do to help a sociopath. But well, I'm not saying they need help. I'm just saying, is there something not, not help, would they respond like, in the same right, way? It, that if you treated them a certain way and you like showed them an extra amount of like love and caring and conditioning, could that potentially help them? Like I said, based on what I've heard thank you why you say red <laughs> right <laughs> i didn't that's read that tough. how do you how do you phrase that, that you <clears throat> when you listen, listen to an audiobook you've now you've listened to a book which is inherently oxymoronic 
but it's also I don't think there's it's anything. Also I mean, I thought it was great. I mean, I was working at a desk job where I could literally just. I'm not talking about the value of audio. I'm just, I'm, I'm just <laughs> saying that like, it was here's great. Here's how I feel about audio You said it was oxymoronic, and I said I thought it was great. Well, it is when you say it. When you say I, I listened to a book. You could just say I was listening to yeah an audio. I mean, I could say read. Yeah, I think you should. Yeah, I, I think, should just yeah, stop saying this. Yeah, I think for for your because sake, because you're, you're no one's going to be any wiser. Yeah, please. I'm I'm telling you to lie to me. Actually, just tell me that you read a and book and lie to our listeners and and the listeners. Lie to everybody. Just <laughs> say that you read the book. <laughs> I listened to this book. It just sounds so ridiculous. Whatever. I mean, I think audiobooks are great, and. I will listen to them whenever <laughs> Patrick is giving me the most judgmental look ever. I have, I, I have nothing against audiobooks. I have, I'm just, um, I just think it's funny that you're, you're, you're so committed. Well, you, well, you know what? You're going to expounding. Upon you're going to eat your words. You're going to eat that? your words next week when Audible is one of our sponsors. Just so you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I'm not. I'm really not joking. I'm, this would again, be the perfect I'm time to plug them. them. I'm not right. That would be. It that would be, work. And we just totally. You, my husband bashed audiobooks, but I'm like, check out our sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> audiobooks. Um. Yeah. I. I mean. Yeah. You are kind of knocking them. No. 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 Not the actual audiobooks. What I'm knocking is the fact that you have to say you listened to a book. You can't do that. That's the problem. And so when you say that, we either need better terminology mm -hmm. or you have to specify listen to an audiobook about something. Well, yeah, maybe there just definitely just needs to be like a better word. You know what there needs to be a word for? I was just thinking this the other day. What? How do you describe when you are embarrassed for someone else? Like when someone does something that's like really embarrassed and you feel embarrassed. Yeah, that's that is would there be a, a valuable word. word. For that? Um, I th I think it's called the Golden Globes. <laughs> I think I think that's what. Wait, I think it's when. <laughs> weren't we, wait, were we talking about this? And you looked it up, and there was like a I did. there was like a German word. I did. For yeah, it? it's it's German, and it's, I can't remember what it was. It's uh, it's if, it was if like, I'm pronouncing this correctly, it's Fremdscham or Fremdshaman, and I don't know what the difference is. That I on saw your it. list? What's that? Did you just remember that? I know it's it's on the list. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was just like, whoa, wait a second. Um, I also learned to speak German. So, <laughs> um, Patrick has a really terrible memory. So anytime that he remembers something, I have to give him like positive reinforcement. I have a good memory for some things. I have a terrible memory for things that aren't important pieces of information, like people's names. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> like actors' names. No, I don't need to know their names. You don't names. know, baby. We will run into people that we went to school with. And you will be like, I don't know that person's name. Like, you just won't know their name. Yeah, that's true. That's definitely true. But so, that was, I mean, that was 15, 20 years ago. And I remember their names. Yeah, but you remember you remember everyone you went to preschool with. I you know. will see people on the street and say, <laughs> I went to pre-kindergarten <laughs> like, hey, with that guy. Do you still eat Play-Doh? Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. You I mean, used the man's to love like, that shit. Half his face is covered in hair. He can't look anything like he did when he was five. How do you know that's him? It makes I no sense know. to me. I do have a really good memory for faces, but to backtrack, there's there's no English word for being embarrassed on someone's behalf. I think someone should come up with one of those words. So listeners, if you have a suggestion for that, please let us know because I have many moments in my life where I could use that word. Well, what 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 kind of word? I I mean, I I submit Golden Globe for that. 
I no, submit Golden Globes babe, as because, the word. Because we already... I'm feeling so... I'm God, I'm feeling so Golden Globes for this guy. No, no, that does no? not work. It's I think two, it works. It's, first of all, it's two words, not one. And I think well, that should be it's one... It's a phrase, that's okay. No, I think it should be one concise word. We shouldn't stick with, with friend shaman? I mean, I just don't French know. Shaman, I think is how you pronounce it. Yeah, I think it's just a little too lengthy. I think it needs to be something a little more concise. Again, I don't know. I don't know what the word should be. You just have criticism for the words that do exist. <laughs> okay, first of all, Golden Globe does not exist. We already have something that is called the Golden Globes. So I'm not criticizing. I just think that that doesn't work. I bet it's on Urban Dictionary. Everything's on Urban Dictionary. Um, I bet. I bet there's something out there like that. It's probably actually. It's probably like Golden Globes. It's probably something absurd uh, like that. Because yeah. you know, Urban Dictionary, the the submissions there love oh to my be ridiculous. Gosh. We when we looked up our own names on Urban Dictionary. It have... was like reading a horse. I I no longer do the horoscope <laughs> thing. Not that I ever did, but now I go to Urban Dictionary because that is on point. I mean, it was like reading oh, my life. Here, I actually oh, have it. I'm going to pull up on my phone. My God. I'm going to up on my phone. I looked up Patrick. Okay, first of all, let me let me intro this before you even read it. Patrick pulls up Patrick on Urban Dictionary, and I kid you not, I thought he was making it up because it was so self-congratulatory. <laughs> That's a terrible thing to say. It was like really it handsome. Was, it was so good that you assumed. Hard and like he has a beard and glasses. And I was just like, what? It was so positive that you assumed I was lying. Did you do you have it? Urban Dictionary knows knows things. That, do you have that it on hand? Normal because... people can't know. Yeah. No, here. Really, here's the thing. Patrick, hold on, I'll, I'll read it to you. Mm-hmm. Patrick, all around perfect man and sexy beast. <laughs> known to cause even the most loyal of girls to turn on their boyfriends. Talented <laughs> with music, words, and kills in any sport he plays. What? Strong like Bolt, which is interesting because I'm a Taurus. Hence the, uh, hence the yeah. horoscope. Yeah. Always competitive and always wins what he competes in. Some consider to be the status of not only a god, but the god. <laughs> and here, used in a sentence. Let me, let me. Let me this is, this is. I think this really drives at home, and 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 how I know that this is accurate information. I didn't know Jesus went to this school. Nah, dude, that guy right there, that's Patrick. <laughs> Like seriously, when you were reading that, I was like, if if Patrick needed anything else to like inflate his ego into the stratosphere, it was a freaking urban dictionary. Like, how terrible is that? This is the thing though. Terrible. How on point is it? No. I have new I have new respect for Urban Dictionary. I never really used it before, but um hopefully they'll hopefully now they'll be one of our sponsors. I don't even know how Urban Dictionary would sponsor a podcast. Ever, ever want to know what fleek means? Check out Urban Dictionary. Thanks, thanks for sponsoring us. Like, what? I don't even understand how that's possible. Oh, um, what was the definition for Francesca? Oh, you want me to look up look up Francesca? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So somebody somebody's feeling a little left out. As well, I like I talk all this shit about the definition uh-huh. of Patrick, and then I'm like, so, you want Fran or Francesca? Um, what about mine? Um, well, my name's not. Fran, so <laughs> well, Fran, I, I call you Fran. Yes, you do, but that's not my name. Okay. So, Francesca, mm-hmm. an exclamation referring to the crotch. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making this stuff up. You're used in a sentence, so somebody is kicked in the genitals, and they say, "Ah, oh, Francesca." What? Yeah, that's that's what it says here. I don't make see, this stuff up. and this is exactly why I don't I've give, said exactly that. I so. don't give. <laughs> It may have been you that kicked me in the crotch. Feel- that might have been why. I was like, oh, friend. Um, this is why I don't give Urban Diction 
it Urban Dictionary any sense of legitimacy. Because it didn't favor you and it favored me? Yeah. That's pretty, good. Pretty much. That tells me everything that I need to know. Well, there, there are other ones. There's, there's, there well, are positive read the ones. Best, I skipped that. <laughs> Why would you go straight to the getting? Because you're trash talking me, and so I wanted to give it back to you. Well, can you read the good one, please? Sure. Sure. Here. Francesca. That girl who, this is actually pretty accurate. That girl who loves to laugh. She has a beautiful smile, hair, and skin. <gasps> Everyone tells her so. Sometimes she believes it, but most of the time she doesn't. Oh my, oh my God. Keep it's, going. It's, it's still going. <laughs> <laughs> Control yourself. Right? I'm laughing. See, it's, Very it's, talented. In my, it's in my genes. Very talented. Preferably loves to sing. And she has a wide range of interests. She doesn't fit into a particular category. She's very diverse. She looks exotic, but at the same time looks like your average girl. She's indecisive and hard to explain. There's so much to her. Overall, a very unique and beautiful person. Wow. Yeah, but the person who wrote this was a dunce because used uh, in a sentence was, was uh, Francesca used in a sentence is, hey, look, it's Francesca. <laughs> <laughs> That's how, you, couldn't, you couldn't do worse than that. I love how like I was really soaking in how great that definition was. And then you were like, whoever wrote this is dumb. No, <laughs> no, I, I just I just meant that. I just meant that. Uh, yeah, no, the sentence usage was yeah. terrible. The rest was pretty accurate, though. I mean, you're you're definitely. Um, yeah, but you know what? That that's how I feel about horoscopes, though, because they're so generic. Because it's like she's e she's exotic, but she looks like a girl next door. It's like, how are you, you mean an exotic girl lives next door to you? Like, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, how can you be both exotic we, and like? We had her bust in. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. from lands far away exactly like how is that possible <laughs> oh my. yeah that one did well that did basically play both sides of everything it was like she you know she's 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 talented but not too talented she has lots and she has lots of interest she's exotic everyone but she looks has, like everyone else everyone has lots of interest i mean i will say that i did particularly connect with she has good hair and skin <laughs> i bet you did <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that part was kind mm -hmm. of true, mm -hmm. but the rest of it was just very generic. Yeah. And she loves to laugh. Uh. So um, we are going to encourage you all to go on Urban Dictionary uh. and look up what and change and change the definitions <laughs> under Patrick and Francesca. No, so no, we can, no, no, no. We can continue to see what interesting things come up. No, go look up your own name, and you should tweet it to us. Um, we we are on Twitter. Um. Our Twitter is last name underscore basis. And you can also tweet us with the hashtag last name basis and tell us what you thought of the show. Tell us what your urban dictionary name is. Um, I don't know that we're wrapping up. I'm oh, just okay. I'm just throwing out there that we want to encourage audience participation. And I am telling them that they should tweet us what their name is defined as in Urban Dictionary. Are you okay with that? Absolutely. You yeah. good yeah. with that? Yeah, please. Well, I encourage participation too. Okay, great. <laughs> um, something I wanted to talk about was how you are a little master chef. I'm oh, yeah. I've been cooking a lot. I posted a picture that was like a collage of things that you had made for me. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you, everyone was so impressed. Food always looks good. That's the thing. And and I've, no, I've come that's to believe not true. that I'm not trying to knock what I made. I made some really good food. Oh, that's a, a P.S., Patrick is so hard on himself. He will slave away in the kitchen, make something awesome, and he'll be like, ugh, it tastes like crap. And I'm sitting there like, I love this. This is amazing. Like, slopping it and, up. And while I, I while I fully appreciate you saying that, oh, there, there's another element to oh, this. God. And that's the, that's the Fran. Fran will eat anything. No. And, and she doesn't have a very... Um, particular, you know, are you gonna particular... Are you going to criticize my palate? 
Yes, I am. In, oh in so many words. Patrick will be like, I think this tastes like trash. And I'll just be like, no, 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 I think it's amazing. Like, yeah. I'm yeah. stuffing my face. I'm pretty sure I made something with mussels that were not good mussels. I and... thought it was delicious. It was like shrimp, mussels, onions, peppers. It was just like a stir fry. It was like a, yeah, it was like a stir fry. It was off the chain. And Patrick was just like, ugh, this is terrible. It was terrible. No, it was actually disgusting. No, I couldn't eat it. It really wasn't. I, I just feel like you are... I don't know what happened to you, but you bought we bought some white plates. Suddenly, <laughs> suddenly, 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 I had a reason to put food on them. Suddenly, Patrick is all about presentation. Well, you know how that happened, right? No, because we needed to cook dinner for you know so we could be healthier, also save money because eating so out. So we needed costs white us... plates. No, 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 not not the plates. That's what I'm talking about. How oh. I became, how I started cooking. No, no, I know why you started cooking. Because I didn't want to do the dishes. And if I didn't, if I, if yeah. I cooked, that meant that you were obligated so to do the dishes. So my job is dishes and Patrick cooks. But you are a really good cook. And no, putting something on a plate does not make it look good. Because I will tell you right now, when I cook, it doesn't look like that. You actually, you know, drizzle a sauce on there. You put a little <laughs> garnish. You wipe off the edges of the plate. I mean, like, you fan out the asparagus. Like, you made an asparagus fan. You know did what I mean? I? You did. I see. I think you're seeing. I think you're seeing things. That I, have, I don't think I did that. You did. I think I threw some asparagus on the plate no, and put like the meat next. No, to no, it. no. You really did. That's and I have. I have the photographic evidence. And it. And I used an amazing Instagram filter on it, and it looked delicious. <laughs> well, I will give you guys. I will give you guys some recipes. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. I'm, maybe we'll post them on the site. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We have a website, so maybe we'll post them on there. That'd yeah. be awesome. I make super easy stuff too. That's the thing. We're we're both professionals. I have to come home. I've got to. Mm-hmm. Got, it's got to be fast. He cooks almost every single night. Like seriously, I have a house husband. It's, <laughs> it's like the bomb. Who also has a day job. A house husband with a day job. I don't know how else to describe a husband that comes home and like cooks and cleans and. Basically, just like, you know, you're bomb. Puts up with your advances. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, no, your cooking is awesome. I don't know. Do you have any, like, cooking tips that you can throw out there for our listeners? Uh, no, I, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm not, a, I'm not a master chef. You just follow directions, right? Yeah, it's that easy. Yeah, that's, those are my, my, my best advice. Get a recipe that you like. Follow the instructions. Yeah, but how do you, how are you able to, like, juggle... All the different elements of dinner. That's the thing. Oh, in our tiny kitchen, no less. Oh, that's, oh, that's wait. the hardest part. Hold on one second. This is so funny. This this is perfect uh, to show you how master chef Patrick is. Patrick bought an ice cream maker and makes like sorbet. Oh yeah, and he, and he like he makes like all these flavor combinations. He's like, I'm thinking of a the the mint mango tonight, and like me because I'm so spoiled. I'm like, I don't know. I really liked the strawberry basil. I'm like, wait, who, who <laughs> you are a little am spoiled. I? Who am I that I'm requesting like sorbet flavors from my husband? But I mean, I'll take it. That shit's good. That's hilarious. The, the ice cream maker was, I think, a little over the top. It was me going a little too far. Like the time when I was looking up different types of honey and I ended up on a, on like, I looked at who was posting in this chat room and I'm reading about different types of honey because oh. I thought my honey went bad or something. It was in this weird congealed state. We, we You bought it from like a 
guy. Yeah, it was who, like organic, natural honey, and I, it was listen, raw. Listen, I thought I was buying drugs. Patrick sent me to like BFE Brooklyn to meet a guy in a van <laughs> between true. the hours of like one and four. I Patrick's like, you got to go buy the milk, the eggs, and the raw honey from this dude. Oh, the milk was, it was raw milk. I didn't drink That's that. That's why it had to be so covert. I yeah. definitely put your life at risk for that raw milk. I, I didn't know that I guy. <laughs> you like got his information on the internet. You paid him. I was That's like, not true. He was he was running a, a legit operation. No, I mean I know I'm sure it was legit, but mm. I swear to God, I felt like I was buying drugs because I walked up and it was like an unmarked white van, and I like look around and there's no one else in the street. He hops out, opens the back, and it's just filled with milk <laughs> and eggs I love and, that. and 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 raw that. honey. And so you, anyone who's listening who's a cook, this is like their dream. This is these are the kind of <laughs> This is the sort of clandestine meetings that they imagine having it. I feel like you've turned into like the hipster chef. I mean, I love it, but I just think it's so funny that you're like, I need raw milk and like brown eggs. Um, <laughs> Why well, it's always got to be about color <laughs> with you, Fran? There's no, you, you have to differentiate between white eggs and brown eggs. No, this is an outrage. The brown ones definitely were better. <laughs> See, they, I knew that was. I knew you were gonna. Okay. I'm, just <laughs> I'm just kidding. They were better. Um, but then you you were on the forums looking up the honey to see if it had gone because it was. Oh, because I was trying to figure out if it was if if it was still good honey. So I go onto these sites and I start I start looking to see if you know this is a consistency that honey should be. And then I end up getting involved in like all the different types of honey. There's like buckwheat honey. I mean, the weirdest stuff. What's and the so, kind that we got? It's forest flower honey. Oh my god! Apparently, it's so good. It's really good. Anyway, I'm on this site, and then I I, I get so deep into this into this these honey issues <laughs> that I mean, it's it's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm a little like obsessive when it comes to certain things, um, and I will spend two hours researching honey everything. for some reason. He's like that about everything, but. But so I look up and I, I so I'm in some chat room eventually and it's like, you know, Darknet style honey purchasing. And uh, I look up to see who's who's actually, you know, submitting these things. And they're all like hot mama one, two, four. They're all they're all mommy <laughs> bloggers. They're all people. I was Patrick like, oh, I've was gone in the mommy blogger far. circle. Yeah, I was. I, I had like actually appeared on the mommy blogger register. I think basically you are a mommy blogger. That's going to be your claim to fame. You're the first. I don't. I don't blog. Husband, mommy blogger. Well, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe you should. That's a, quite a niche. Um, that well, doesn't need to be filled. Well, I believe in you. Yeah. I'm just. I'm just trying to encourage you to follow your dreams. I man. appreciate the support. Yeah. Well, we got to be there for each other. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you um, encourage me to fulfill my dream of being the first male mommy blogger. Yeah, I think you can do it. Yeah, it wasn't my dream. Remember, that was your your dream. Why are you always pressing your agendas on me? <laughs> <laughs> you have to let me be my own man, my I'm, own mommy blogger. I'm a stage wife. <laughs> I'm just like I'm just trying to like get you to be successful so that I can um, profit off of you, so that you can live vicariously through. Maybe you're the one who wants to be the first male mommy blogger. That's why we're doing a podcast. Oh, dude, that's true. Is I'm trying to just get you to be famous, so I can make money off of you. Oh, really? <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's good. I, you know, I, I always say you should objectify me more. Um. Well, I will work on that. I'll take that. <laughs> I'll take that note. Um. And I think that we are gonna wrap it up. I. This was. We're killing it. Episode two. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was really good. Thank you all so much for listening. I'm Francesca. I'm Patrick. And this is Last Name Basis. We will talk to you next week. <laughs>